What's up, guys? Fitness Business Blueprint Podcast. Another episode with Justin Devonshire coming at you right now. So I've got about 15 minutes here. I'm in my car. I'm just uh, heading over to uh, one of the businesses right now, driving over to uh, one of our newest fitness boot camps. And I wanted to crack out this for you because something that's on my mind, something I've been posting about recently is about scaling up your business. And a an alarming statistic came to my attention that 74% of businesses fail because they try and scale too fast. And that 74% of businesses, I can't remember the source from, but I know it was legit. And common sense can tell you that this is probably the case. But if 74% of businesses, and by that extension, fitness businesses, are failing because they try and scale too fast, I want to break down what that means because this is definitely the case and it's definitely something I've seen happen in so many fitness professionals who have great potential and they try and basically run before they can walk and there are a few reasons for that. So in this next 10 minutes, my goal is to help you understand what exactly do we, how do we define scaling up and how do we define too fast? They're very, very vague relative terms. So I'm gonna break those down quantitatively for you. And then we're gonna talk about what that actually looks like and some of the mistakes we make and why we make them. Why fitness pros tend to wanna scale to two, three, four locations too fast. And of course, what to do instead for more sustainability. So when we talk about scale up, okay, we're talking about scaling up our business. We're talking about reaching more people. And one of the first things I want you to think about, which I'll get into more later, but a, a little distinction is there are two parts of the business you can scale. You can scale the front end of the business, such as your number of clients, your number of sales calls, your number of leads, your, your amount of reach, kind of the marketing side and the sales side kind of getting customers. And that's what most people focus on. That's all most people focus on. But the other side to scaling, which is actually the more important side, is the back end of the business. Are you scaling the infrastructure and the service fulfillment side? Because if one side is scaling up fast, like the front is scaling up fast, you're putting more money into adverts, you're stacking more lead generation systems, more and more clients are coming through your door. You just signed up 200 new clients. That's great for revenue. But this is actually one of the first things that hits FitPros too hard because they have systems in place that scale up the front of their business at a disproportionate rate compared to the back end of the business. Uh, this is actually probably the foundational problem I see today. Now look, we've got things like Facebook ads. Facebook ads have been the biggest blessing and the biggest curse for so many FitPros because they're a blessing because FitPros allow us to more cheaply than ever target thousands of people in our area, make solid offers to those people, or front-end offers as we call it, and draw them into our business. And when Facebook really started launching ads like this, and I started using them about six or seven years ago, my business blew up. And what happens is, now fortunately, I have a bit more of a back-end 
mindset. I'm a bit more of a systems guy. I'm just systems and structure orientated. Whereas other people are a lot more growth orientated. They're more about, let's just get clients in, let's smash it, let's just blow up the revenue. And they're all about the here and now, but they don't focus on the back end or what's to come. And those guys, if you're a fit pro that more acts that way, you can grow pretty fast, but you're gonna but you're gonna end up crashing or having up and down months. You can grow, but it's gonna be unsustainable because you'll focus so much on getting clients through the door. This is what happens to most fit pros. They scale up their Facebook ads, they'll get clients through the door, but then they're so obsessed with getting more clients and scaling up the front end so much, they don't do the required work on the back end of the business. They don't put the systems in place to serve those clients. They don't have good systems in place to to welcome those clients and make them feel good or to track their results or their experience. And neither do they scale their support side. So they don't have enough support staff or they don't have enough coaches. They don't grow their team to be able to work with those clients. And that's where I talk about the back end. The back end systems and structure is your your location, your team, um, you know, your, your tracking systems, your retention systems, all the systems that contribute to having a higher lifetime client value. That's where the real money and sustainability is. And the problem is those things aren't being scaled because FitPros don't define that as scaling. FitPros are just told, uh, you know, scale your business by scaling up your ad spend. Well, scaling up your ad spend or doubling your ad spend is not scaling your business. It takes, that's just what internet marketers tell you because they have very little backend infrastructure. So internet marketers who are selling like a $47 e-course, they can literally scale their business just by spending more on advertising. They can scale their front end and they make more money and don't have as many headaches because they're just selling a $47 hands-off automated product which is fine. The problem is when they start trying to teach you how to scale your business, and a lot of these internet marketers haven't really realized yet that they don't even run businesses. They just have a part-time lifestyle job behind a laptop. But guys like me and you, we run real businesses, real brick and mortar businesses, which requires teams of people and lots of uh, hands-on work with clients and lots of FaceTime and relationship building and stuff like that. So you can't really apply what the internet marketers tell you because their definition of scale is different to yours. And this is why most people end up failing. Most fit pros end up failing because they try and scale too fast. And what's really happening is it's not a case of so too fast. It's more a case of you're scaling the wrong parts of the business. So that's the first mistake is trying to scale up your ad spend getting more clients through the door, oh great, you can go and learn how to get 100 new clients, great. But have you scaled up the back-end infrastructure to give a platform that can serve and fulfill those 100 clients without overwhelming yourself or your team or your location? So it needs to be a balance of scaling up both sides. And fit pros that don't do that, they only focus on growth and they only focus on the front-end scaling, they end up collapsing their business because they get too many clients in, they can't fulfill them, they get super busy because they try and serve all the clients on their own 
And because the clients don't stay very long because the service is poor, there's, there's never any profit left in the company. And without the profit there, the coach can't afford to hire another trainer to help them out. So you end up just being burned out and stressed and overwhelmed until you either downsize again or you blame the outside environment and say it was somebody else's fault or it was the government or it was the economy or the, the clients are too fickle or whatever bullshit excuse you put in your head. Or you just end up getting so overwhelmed, you quit completely and go into another job or line of work. That would be failure. So that's one of the reasons, right, where this, you know, where we can really put substance behind this statistic, right? Now, from real experience, again, here's what else happens. A lot of fit pros also scale too quickly because of their ego, because they have goals and ambitions that actually mean very little to them, but they do it out of ego. So, so many coaches, my, my, me, myself, right? When I first started out, my goal was to have like 10 locations. I want 10 gyms. I never asked myself, why would I actually want that, right? What if you could have one gym that provided the same amount of lifestyle freedom and income as 10 of them, right? You see, I wanted 10 the same way people just want more money in life. We're conditioned in society to want more, more, more. That's it. No reason why, just more. Because we're conditioned to look at the external achievements of money mostly as a determining factor of how good we're doing in life. So people in jobs always want more promotions and more money. Why? Because they do. They don't know what else to track. Same way newbies in the gym just want to lift more and more weight right? Like I can lift 50 kilos on a bench press. So now I want to lift 60 kilos and now 70 and now 80 and now 90. Whereas in a, in a, in a, in a field like fitness where you are more experienced and you're more mature, you understand that you'll hit a peak, like you'll hit a peak of lifting weight. You'll be able to bench press maybe, you know, 120, 150, 200 kilos, whatever it might be. And you know at that point that the growth won't keep coming exponentially. You're not gonna go from a 200 kilo bench press to a 300 kilo bench press in like two months. It's not gonna happen. You know that after a certain point, the, the, the more, the, the wanting more weight on the bar becomes incremental. And you realize that there's other factors to think about. You have other goals. You have what we call process goals, like doing more auxiliary lifts. Uh, accessory lifts, like eating better, like doing more mobilization and foam rolling. You lose the attachment you once had to just stacking more weight on the bar because you realize you're not going to find what you're looking for by lifting more and more and more weight, right? You've probably come to that realization in fitness because you're experienced and mature and have wisdom in it. But this is wisdom people don't have in other areas of their life and probably is going for you in business, where more and more money, which is the same as your clients wanna lose more and more weight, you wanna lift more and more kilos, you wanna earn more and more money, you wanna have more and more sexual partners, or more and more fancy cars, or a bigger and bigger house, and you look at your business the same way that society's conditioned you, that it has to grow, 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 and you know, you have, if you're not looking for 10 gyms, then you're a loser. And it's all measuring quantity and none of it is measuring quality or it's not measuring internal fulfillment goals. 
So that's another reason we scale too fast. We try it because we want we have these goals of opening a second or third location when actually there's no need to. There's no real objective there other than just that's how we can show other people that we're being successful and it becomes like this ego cockfight with other business owners. Oh look, Jimmy Jimmy training down the road has 5 gyms now. Well, I need to have 6 gyms. And it's BS, right? So what happens is a lot of fit pros end up scaling up and opening a second location way before they're ready, way before they're ready. In fact, most of them, they do the front end marketing thing. Most people want to open up a second location. It's because they've got, they've got a good lead source coming in. So they're running their Facebook ads, like I said, and the leads are coming in and they think in their mind, well, if I'm getting 20 new sales a week for this gym from this Facebook ad, I could build a gym over there make another ad and get another 20 sales a month coming in, right? And that's a totally backwards mentality because what happens then is they haven't actually got the resources in place to open up a second location at low risk. Here's because the problem is most trainers come to me and the conversation goes like this. They'll say something like, Justin, I'm in the shit. I've signed a lease on a brand new location. Uh, I've got to pay all this money up front, which we don't have. And I've got, I haven't got enough clients for it. And I'm running back and forth between two locations now because I haven't got enough coaches because I can't afford to pay them either because I've spent all the money on the lease and all the refurb and the equipment. And then they want to know, how can I turn all that around and get super rich and make 15 grand in five days? And I tell them the same thing. They tell their fitness clients, if a fitness client asks them, Oh, hey, I know I've not exercised or taken care of my body for 50 years. I've made super bad life choices. I've now got diabetes and having heart attacks. And I want to lose all my weight and get a six pack. How do I do that in one month? Right? If you have clients that ask you that and you're asking the same type of fucking question in business, that's the problem. It's your mindset. It's your perspective. So when you put yourself in the shit by opening and signing a lease before you were ready... And you come to someone like me and ask me how you can make 20 grand in a week to turn it around. Sure, I can probably help you make the 20 grand in a week. I've, I've, and I use this because it's a real example. I've helped someone actually do that before. I've helped people make 10, 15, 20,000 pounds in a matter of days by the skin of their teeth. But what I'm saying is it's not a sustainable strategy nor a good idea generally to have to go to extreme measures. Really, you want to avoid that uh, and build a more sustainable business at lower risk, right? Rather than hustling your ass off all day. So the reason is you are ready. So when are you going to be ready to scale, right? Scaling too fast means you're trying to open the next location before you have the resources in place that would allow you to do it comfortably uh, and, and sustainably. So when, okay, so what do we need in place for it to happen properly? Well, the first thing is, growth of your company should happen from reinvesting profit, not revenue. When you invest revenue, you are catabolizing your business. It's the equivalent of, um, you know, muscle atrophy, right? And losing your gains. So you want to be very careful and wary of reinvesting revenue rather than profit. You want your first business or your first location to make enough profit, clean profit after all expenses have been paid, 
after you've paid yourself an income and a wage, it's what's left after that is your profit. And that's what stays in the company. And you want to reinvest that to grow. So if it's going to take you £30,000 to open up a new location and put a payroll in place and do a refurb and whatever else, if it costs you that much money, then you need to really, the best sustainable way at the least risk is to come up with the £30,000 of profit in your business. So if you're making 10000 a month profit from location number one, then that's going to take at least three months to get to in order to save up 30000 of profit, right? What happens is if FitPros don't have that profit, which is usually the case, because their first business isn't even profitable yet and they want to open a second one, which is just crazy, right? Then, you know, what, what leads them doing is they either end up um, selling big chunks of equity in their company just for the sake of getting a few pounds, or they take out a big loan, which puts them into toxic debt and they put more stress on themselves to pay it back. Or they end up just like rolling their sleeves up and hustling 20 times harder to do everything themselves because they they don't they can't afford staff. And again, none of these things are a great idea. So in part two of this podcast, I'm gonna reveal a few more steps of how to do things right and put a real plan in place. So if you're planning on scaling up to a second or a third or fourth location, I'm gonna to reveal to you what I would do and how to lay out a proper plan to do it. All right, so look out for part two of this one and I'll tell you about it then.